what Vince McMahon does better than anybody else, really, is listen to the audience. You know, you could sit back and think this is so successful. We don't, we don't need to worry too much about this. Oh, but you never. really do listen to the fans. Yes, actually, I think that that's our secret sauce. Everybody in this entire arena sucks. Oh, but you never. really do listen to the fans. Yes. Last night was rough. Big dog. Last night was brutal, and last night it didn't really go to plan. Well, it is, and you know, it's our mission to put smiles on people's faces. Oh, fuck off. Episode 52 will start in a minute, but Nikki just sent a gif of Drew Gulak, or sorry, Cedric Alexander, suplexing Drew Gulak, who lands on his feet outside the ring, and then Cedric suplexes him. What in the name of fuck have I just seen? <laughs> I've watched it about 16 pre- times now and it still doesn't make sense. As we know Fucking from previous episodes, he's no Enzo Amore, but he's pretty good. Like, <laughs> Fucking spot monkeys. <laughs> I'm, uh, I've never seen anything like that. Killing the business is all they're doing. Jesus. <laughs> Gulak could have broken his neck. So could Cedric. Yeah. But, like, Gulak. <laughs> I can't figure out who's doing what. Put, put the link to this. In the, put the link to this in the video description when you're posting yeah. this. So can have a look up, at the up is down, black is white. Just, just look up. Is it uh, Total Diva Eps? You know that Twitter account, TD Wrestling. They have it up. It's it's in the two or five live main event. I assume. Um, I don't know what I've just witnessed. That is insane. It was cruiserweight title match. Wow. I'm still watching and still don't know. <laughs> I, uh, so Cedric, I'm watching it here now. I'm going to break it down. So Cedric <laughs> his face, his, has his back to the ropes. Gulak is suplexed over the top rope. He lands on his feet. And then Cedric, hold on, one more turn around. Cedric it's lands still- on front of him and then he suplexes him onto the ramp side. Yeah, so Cedric, Cedric still holds on. That's crazy. As he's going over the top rope. Right? That is absolutely crazy. That's okay. 52 episodes in, boys. Gordo, what's the crack? Ah, not much, man. I'm all emotional here, you know. It's the go home. The go home. <laughs> <laughs> but I already is, am, Gordo. The next week is the is the big one in terms of anniversaries, but the, this is the anniversary of the last episode. It is. Holy oh, shit. Jesus. I'll never get them 10 hours back. <laughs> what a show we predicted uh, the entire year of television and it went on for what was it seven eight hours <laughs> yeah then we had to do the the plug so we just took an extra hour and a half <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even have plugs then we not the plug <laughs> <laughs> and we still did it yeah still did it you know why because we are that fucking professional we just just plug Jericho's podcast because he seems like a nice enough dude you know that was... and uh, our good buddy our friend our old pal DDP Yoga that is his whole name <laughs> okay, uh, I'm turning Nikki. off that fucking gif now because it's hurting my eyes trying to understand it. <laughs> Nikki, Steve, hold them in. Ah, you know yourself, you know, hanging loose. That's about it. Ah, yeah, you've recovered anyway. I have. Yeah, tis tis raring to go again for for the next miss spot. You know. Oh man, how was yourself, Steve? How was your week? Oh so many things to complain about. Oh, good. 
and so the best. So few <laughs> things that I can talk about. <laughs> so so I like. never talk about. Yeah. What's your fave, Bav? I was um, I was in the queue for a shop. Oh, and, oh, uh, oh yeah, oh. in a separate shop, a different place. And uh, there's a guy complaining at the counter about having to pay for a plastic bag in the year of our Lord 2018. Uh, this has been in law for 16 years, and his excuse to the, to the handsome man behind the counter was, uh, <laughs> well, if I go to the butcher and get some meat, he puts it in a bag. And I believe the guy said, well, he's not going to put meat directly into your hands, is he? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 16 years. And oh. these people on front of me in a queue just don't seem to get it. 22 cents. You can read an article about that somewhere, can't you, Steve? Yeah, I believe there's one on 2-Bit Sports. It was um, by a guest blogger, I believe, that did that. Some sexy mystery man. <laughs> R.I.P. Speaking, will... speaking of people writing stuff, J-Dog abandoned us the bath. What a cunt. Yeah. <laughs> Turncoat. Turncoat. Judas. Yeah. <laughs> and making actual money out of it. And we were just paying him in experience and misery. <laughs> <laughs> Where's he going to get that now? Oh, yeah. Was he going into sports work? Sports Kida, is it? Huh? Yeah, uh, Sports Kida. He's, he's getting, you know, to probably get sort of these sort of crazy notions like health insurance and time off. <laughs> what would you be doing with that? Sure, weekends are for work. No? <laughs> you won't get that kind of experience now working in Sports Kida. Oh, sold out. <laughs> Weekends is where you get the real work done. And, you know, yeah. In the odd time, you might get a split second to go play an old game somewhere if you wanted to. Yeah. Uh, you could you play. Could, play a good one on 2bitsports.com, I've heard. Yeah, you could play Overcooked 2 on your Xbox or you could play the 2-bit sports game. Yeah, and if for anyone that doesn't know about the 2-bit sports game, if you wait till the end of the podcast, we'll explain it in painstaking detail. <laughs> yeah. And shout out to Mike, uh, RIP buddy, I know you lost the game. It's a, but the the key to it is to do it again and yeah. again. Oh yeah. And then it's it's a bit like collecting football stickers. You know, you go onto the site, you, which ad did I get today? <laughs> you know, things like that. Have 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 need. And when you need, you click it, yeah. and then you click the ad, and then you click it again. Yeah. Just click it again. Click it. Click it. Click it. Reason... Sometimes it's good to have duplicates, so you may need to click on that you've seen before if you think it's yeah. going to be rare enough that other people might need it. It's we, informative. It lets you know what Google thinks of you. Yeah, we we lost upstart writer J Dog because we couldn't pay him because we needed to take all the profits for ourselves, and that's because you wouldn't play the game, listener. Yeah, shame. That's on you now. He's making money now. Wait, I <laughs> know. <laughs> uh, fair play, Jordan. Um, said we might get him on at some stage as well. Well, we'll get him on. Get <laughs> Let's get him on. At WWE Super Showdown. That's an old name. I'd have called them Chaz Wazers. Oh, yeah. So I've seen, uh, from Hell in a Cell last weekend, I've seen the main event. And that's that's pretty you much really it. really need to watch that back. Really? Yes. It was that a great show. Match was was literally... Match. <laughs> <laughs> the tag team match was literally the best WWE match of the year. Go uh, get out of town. Main roster, main roster, main roster. Yeah. Obviously, my God, what what was so good about it? Just well performed, well booked. Literally couldn't fault it in any way, shape, or form. Good twenty minutes of proper wrestling, proper tag team wrestling. Yep. Good stuff. Um, where am I? I'm trying to get my notes together here. 
Becky, well, I suppose I was we're going to do that later, but a quick results kind of. Becky won the title, which was the big one. Way, way. Uh, Jeff took a very strange bump. Very, very strange. Sorry, I've seen two matches. I saw the two Hell in a Cell matches. So I watched the Jeff Hardy match as well. You liar. The ear. The ear that will haunt my dreams. Uh, lots of stuff. Shitty finish in the another AJ Styles match, which is like the 13th or 14th pay-per-view in a row. This has happened now. 14th since Payback 2016. Oh, man, they're killing this guy. I have the full list here. Uh, Quite shocking. Go ahead. Payback 2016. Money in the Bank 2016. Backlash 2016. No Mercy 2016. TLC 2016. Backlash 2017. Battleground 2017. SummerSlam 2017, Royal Rumble 2018, Fastlane 2018, The Greatest Royal Rumble 2018, Backlash 2018. What a show. What a show. The greatest show of all time. (laughs) The greatest backlash. (laughs) Uh, SummerSlam 2018 and Hell in a Cell 2018. This poor bastard. Still, this one I liked. I liked the finish to this one. It was good. Um, It wasn't as bad. The title is just lost, though, isn't it? Just in the middle of these cards and all shitty finishes. There is no prestige to it. They need to get The Miz on that belt to make it prestigious again. (laughs) It's coming. It's coming. Oh, oh, it is. It is hard. I like like SmackDown. Uh, I've decided I don't think I'm going to watch Raw anymore. I can't not watch SmackDown. <laughs> That's well for you. That's well for you to be able to not watch Raw, Steve. <laughs> well, I mean, in in any either live or in any kind of bulk, I'm going to go back to my old ways and read reports and then watch what I think is good. But also, if I read something that's really really shit, I'll watch that too because <laughs> I like a good car crash. Um, my, man. my man, the main event, I suppose. Uh, I noted. That it took 12 minutes from Foley's music hitting to the bell ringing for that match to start. 12 minutes of entrance. Because Foley's old and decrepit. It took him like 17 years to get to the ring. No, no, this was on. This was obviously a ploy. It was delaying it out. I suppose they, they ran They ran the thing very quick, I assume, because they finished early as well, didn't they? Did, uh, yeah. It was finished just before quarter. And if you bear with me two seconds, I need to do something before I relive this match. Okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> lovely, lovely. So. <sighs> What happened, really? There was a spear or some shit, and uh, the two boys are down in the ring, basically. So Braun and and Strong, Braun and Roman are down, and Ziggler and the boys came out. Uh, I should look at my notes rather than trying to remember. That's usually what happens. Well, hey, <laughs> uh, yes, I have lost myself here, lads. Hold on. There's a spear in the corner through a table, and when Braun kicked out, he kicked out so powerfully that it caused both of them to lay in the middle of the ring for eight minutes. Yeah, uh, eight minutes total, was it? Uh, I, th- I think it was like a second or two shy of eight minutes, to be precise. So this is where the Shield ads came out and, and Ziggly Puff 2000 come up and they started fighting at ringside and on top of the cell. That double clothesline spot frightened the life out of me where they both <laughs> took a flat back on top of one of the squares on the cell at the mm-hmm. roof. They're a lot more strengthened than, you know, the old fully yeah. taker cell. No Still fucking sign of a table tie up there. And no, they're bright red. Yeah, what's with the cell being red? Blood red. Red cell. Red (laughs) cell. Over there. Blood red cell. Not to be confused with a red blood cell. Ah. That could save your life. Yeah. Is it it to disguise the blood? Or is, you know, you can't, it was weird. Could you see it any better? 
It's hell, damn it. Hell's oh, red. It's hell's because red. it's because it was 20 years and like, ah, oh, it needs to change. How will we change it? But it doesn't look intimidating anymore. It's just like a big toy. It looks like a fucking a cat's yeah. cage on an airplane. Steve, because after 20 years, they can't sell any more of the old cells. <laughs> <laughs> so your local toy stores may soon stock these red cells. Ah, that'll be fun for them. <laughs> um, so <laughs> basically, Brock Lesnar returns out of nowhere. Um, he kicked the freaking door down as a throwback to the Kane thing, I thought, where Kane came in in the Michaels and Taker match. Ripped it off. off. Yeah, just a kind of a throwback. So Braun is F5'd, and then Roman is F5'd right on top of him. And a second ref runs out and waves it off and calls it a no contest. Now, the ref calls for the bell, but the bell never rang, and they rushed off the air before the this is bullshit chance, which you heard at the start here, uh, started. Very angry crowd after the show went off the air, apparently. Uh, Red Not even apparently. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. Uh, Red One reported they were nearly trying to usher people out of it 20 minutes later. They were still chanting. Wow. I mean, <laughs> this was so simple. You didn't need to do that. Just have Brock put Roman on top of Braun. One, two, three, done. No one's shitting all over it. It makes sense. And the contract's gone. Same results. Contra- uh, the contract's gone either way. Once the, once the match starts, the contract's gone. But, uh, but, Either way, that, that makes a lot more sense and it's the exact same result. But if yeah. it's a no contest, the match didn't happen. That's the yeah. thing. That's, that's my con- theory on Which it. means the contract didn't go. The contract's gone. No contest. Braun's still money in the bank and he's just been put in a new title match, so technically he still has a money in the bank contract to hold after that. It's they could mad. definitely bring it back. Contract law. Everything. Contract law. <laughs> um, I have a few questions on it. Oh. Why did Paul Heyman mace Foley? It's a no DQ match. It was personal attack. It was up in his grill. (laughs) Okay. The other one has been answered. Why is it a no contest? It's a Hell in a Cell match. Uh, Both men got an F5 each and it killed them. Didn't Roman kick out four or five of them at WrestleMania? Yeah, but he also he didn't get attacked with bits of attacked also with bits of broken table. That's Mm. that's the killer. Mm. I see. Plus, about ten minutes before that, Braun did kick out so vigorously that it knocked him out for like eight minutes. So that's That's true. true. Fans were happy to see Lesnar after all that. And then furious, furious when they realized that the match was over. They must have thought it was an ending with Braun winning, maybe. Or just an ending. Or an ending in general, yeah. yeah. That would have been nice. Um, so what's nice my... Pay-per-view to actually end with a result, you know? Which is, it's a shame because the pay-per-view was great. Well, there is, show. This is my long-standing theory of they give, so they take away. So they gave you a great pay-per-view up to maybe the last hour. Apparently, there's a lot of people in and out on the last hour. I thought the whole thing up until the very end, up until that last bit. Even the opening stages of this match were okay. Like yeah. The intros were drawn out, but the, the first five or seven minutes of the match were actually really good. Yeah. And and the co-main co- event of the, the Bryans versus the Mizanans was a bit weak, especially the finish. But yeah, I'd go along with the last hour was relatively weak from, from point of view too. But we'll say they gave you everything you wanted towards the start anyway. I think everyone's agreed on that. Yeah. Um, then they must take. And that's how it works. That's how their booking works. That or they take. <laughs> they, <laughs> um, they take and they take. So why, dear Jesus, why did the ref wave it off in, when in the other hell in the cell the ref was forced to count Orton's pin when Jeff was dead in the middle of the ring? Same ref. Very same same ref too, was it? Yep. Oh my sweet Christ. That poor ref. Yeah. 
He wasn't going to make the same mistake twice, you know. He was forced How... to finish one match, but he was standing up for his beliefs in the second. We know that they change their mind on things week to week. One thing's a DQ one week and the next week it's not. That type of thing. Mm-hmm. But in the same night with the same ref, with the same finish, <laughs> same finish, and there were two different decisions. Yeah, there's no justification for the no contest. No, I, nobody all. online for any other podcasts or wrestling fans have been able to offer any viable definition as to why that was allowed to happen. Well, to be fair, there's one person whose opinion I would like to get on it as someone who's a bit of a veteran, but we won't be able to get his opinion anymore. Why is that, Steve? That's that's Gordo. It was it Gordo, was it? <laughs> it, was, it was me that said it, but I wasn't the one who was responsible for what happened. Oh, I thought Fitz sent it. I, yeah, I didn't send it. Oh, Fitz, okay. Oh, it was Fitz. Yeah. Why does everyone assume it's always me? That's why it's always you. you. <laughs> <laughs> I literally even said on on Tuesday on Monday night it was that wasn't me. <laughs> you're like a it blue tickle. You're like a blue tick has responded to us. Gordo immediately. It wasn't me. I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, uh, yeah, Mr. Goldust. He can get fucked. Ooh. You know, I lost a ton of respect for that man over the last few days. Not that I had a lot to start with for him, his personal Twitter and belief system. As a character, he's contributed greatly over the years and been a, a fan favorite for decades. But, you know, when you start shitting on people who pay good money and critique your work and, you know, shit all over them and call them idiots and just block people on Twitter, then, you know, you can get fucked. I think uh, the smart comments and wait for them to tell a story. I think we've had enough examples of the stories not being told. That's not no. not to our taste. It's not that we don't like the way it's done. It's that usually they don't do anything about it or they forget what they did last week. Yeah, it's no continuity, and that's not subjective. That's just a fact. Yeah, no. His definition of what a fan should be is someone going into a show with no expectations. Yeah, and I'm sorry. In this day and age, that's not that's not an acceptable belief system. Just happy to be there. Yeah. Much like himself at the moment, I reckon. But and that's he not a shot. He, but he didn't exactly um, like. Well, he technically liked it, but I don't think he really liked it when I said that he should be a bit more like the All In Boys and be more inclusive of a company and people within a company. Because as we've already said, the biggest problem in WWE right now is their the fact that they're alienating fans and not giving a fuck because they're rolling yep. in pig shit levels of money. They have that go fuck yourself money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's beyond fuck you money. It's go fuck yourself money. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have time to do it myself. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Vince yeah. McMahon literally wipes his arse with $100 bills every day. Mm-hmm. Why? Because he can. Ah, we'll, we'll lead into, we'll finish off the Roman and Braun stuff, I suppose. So with the long uh, commentary entrance, I call it, where um, we, and then Cole tells us, let's show you what happens at Hell in a Cell. And then you see the fucking recap and they show the same guy with a let's go Roman sign twice. <laughs> uh, the line, well, that wasn't even Elias had the best line, but this one was good. Last night was rough. Huh? Get it? Last night was brutal. Because <laughs> he's the big dog. I get it. Rough. I get, I get jokes. He's going to use that word all night. <laughs> the one time the dogs wouldn't bark on cue for fuck's sake. <laughs> don't, 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 don't make them. Don't. There's <laughs> no. um, only one left. <clears throat> That's good. Right now, this exact moment, I, we didn't kill him off, right? Not <laughs> <laughs> uh, yet. Roman calls out Brock, but Strowman appears, and he says Brock is the only reason he's not the Universal Champion. 
And Corbin says, not tonight, not tonight. He says he's upset and has been talking to Steph for a solution. And he makes a match for Saudi Arabia, the Oil Rumble 2 and Triple Threat. What do they call it again? Oil Rumbler. Oil Rumbler. What was it called? Crown Jewel. Crown Jewel. <laughs> Dicks. Brown Jewel. Family Jewels. <laughs> Family Feud. Hmm. We'll talk about that in a minute, I suppose. Uh, Braun thinks that sucks. Corbin sucks. Roman sucks. And the crowd sucks. So the crowd were going along with him. They were really happy. It was great. And then he said, and the, everyone in this arena tonight sucks. <laughs> For fuck's sake. They're turning him into R-Truth. Uh, Paul Heyman appears with stagehands who bring out the cell door talks about Brockonomics uh, power money etc for UFC and then droning and droning and droning and I just don't care done with Heyman and Brock I thought we were past this how does Brockonomics relate to Tugonomics I believe first cousins yeah Mm. yeah (laughs) (laughs) Um, so Corbin does the sensible thing and he books himself in a world title match. Because that's what I do every week until I won it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going along with the constable. Or the, what's he? The acting general manager. General manager. You address um, him by his proper title, you little bollocks. <laughs> uh, that is what I would do. Constantly. Constably. But uh, yes. Roman backstage is interviewed by Dashbot 5000. And here we find out that Roman's the underdog. Not just the, the big under, dog. Bi- the under big dog. The under small dog. And he confirms <laughs> he's the underdog in matches against Braun and Brock. But tonight he's injured. Uh, but not he's injured, but not an underdog. He's the big dog, he says. Why didn't I clip that? <laughs> <laughs> clip next week. Throw it in here. Yeah. <laughs> clip it and it'll be right. No, we started we started 40 minutes late, so no. <laughs> this is a sprint of an episode. <clears throat> So, yeah, thoughts on uh, the underdog big dog there, Nick? Is well, your intelligence insulted? He's a dog. Give him that. He's <laughs> a dog that's big. <laughs> rough, rough. Uh, in fairness, he's not wrong technically about being the underdog against Braun and Brock. If you are going kayfabe and not, you know, <coughs> he's Roman Reigns. <laughs> yeah. that's the that's the part where it's hard to bend your disbelief uh, Corbin meets uh, Braun backstage and Brawl tells him you suck and I know that I could kill you that's a bit strong a little bit yeah. we're just I here thought... pinning people's shoulders to mats lads we're not trying to kill each other I thought he was going I you know I hate you and uh, you suck and I'm going to knock you off yeah <laughs> you know. right into the WWE universe <laughs> yeah. And then uh, when I do, I'll be elated. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I, I'm going to kill you, is what he said. <laughs> Which I'm all for. Let's do more of that. Murder. Murder is great. More death threats. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so Roman faced Corbin uh, for the title in the main event. Can't Braun believe com- he won. Hmm? Can't believe he won. Yeah. Braun comes out to attack Roman. Uh, Roman gets the better of him, leading to this 2.9999 from a deep six, which was brilliant. Mm. Uh, the Dogs of War follow up before the Shield make the save and Roman wins with the spear. Roman wins. I would have changed the title right there for the laugh. I said it to Nick when I was watching this. I was like, they can book so many things so well up to a certain point, but they always seem to screw up the final execution of things. 
that is that point the last half hour of every show <laughs> coincidentally yes but not necessarily I've, every it, show except smackdown sorry it just seems to be like like that the main event on raw for example like the match itself meh don't really care for carbon too much he's a good worker two great moves but the way that match finished it was just like okay seriously a six-year-old could have booked the spots in the last minute better than what you've just done you know, you've Corbin blocking a Roman dive from the outside. Why would you block that? You'd let him go out there and fuck himself up. Then you fuck him in the ring, hit him with the end of days, and you win. No, he blocks him, hits him, gets into the ring, turns into a spear. Like, what is... How are you supposed to understand the moments and the moves that have just happened and the flow of things just happened as well? The consequence are the... The sequence of events just don't make sense. And and one day they'll be crying out for people to be cheering for Corbin to win the title or happy to see Corbin win the title. That was her chance right there. But yep. I was cheering for him, but apparently uh, I'm on the Baron Corbin unicycle, according to Paddy. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, man. So they're, they're friends as well. The Dogs of War versus Not Shield. Had a little 50-50 action here in singles action tonight. Nobody saw this coming the minute they announced one of them was facing another one of them. <laughs> no, I'd say 50 people saw it coming, the other 50 didn't. Yeah, that's true. So Drew beats Dean, and uh, Ziggler, or Rollins retained against Ziggler. Nobody yeah. saw this coming. No, yeah, no I, w- I was shocked. I yeah. thought we were going to get a new champ, and I thought that Ambrose and Drew were going to just hug and get a double count out because they were just going to walk the back together. There was a great finish in that match as well. Uh, Ambrose is about to be counted out and he just makes it in. But then when he gets in, he gets hit with a Claymore. That was yeah. brilliant. And he etched that Claymore. Yeah. It made Drew look very strong. Drew's looking fantastically strong lately. Yeah. Uh, obviously, he's a great wrestler, but it's just... This is the side of the booking that they can do very well. But while they elevate someone, they don't know how to not shit on other people. You know, you can lose a match without being buried and you can win a match without burying someone. But WWE doesn't seem to understand that very well. Is the show designed for people who have just started watching today? Oh, we've always said always. It. it's it's the casual fan. It's yeah. put it, for a casual but fan. But as in, they didn't even see Hell in a Cell the night before. As in, oh, I've never seen these. I don't know who these four men are, but apparently they're teams, and one guy beats the other guy, so they're basically as good as each other. It's the TV audience. <laughs> you know, if you're or if you don't if you only have basic cable and you don't have the network or you don't buy pay per views, you wouldn't have seen what happened at Hell in a Cell. Well, you would, because you would have seen a million fucking meetups. <laughs> in stills, because they don't show you the good bits. Sl- something slightly moving stills. <laughs> um, but even that, like, uh, what the, I was going to make a point there. The, the the three belts are still tied up in the one storyline. Like the, the whole there was, show. There was there was a good option there for you know Rollins to prove he's a fighting champion, do the open challenge. And someone who come in and take that belt off of him to create a new story arc around the belt with other guys. Have, have Ziggler cost them the match or something? This is the exactly, just to take that belt out of the feud. You can keep the tag belt, you can keep the main fucking red Teletubby belt in there as well, but it can... Oh, there's nothing for everyone else to be involved with. So they're using terrible storylines to involve other people in the lower card. And it'll all end with the Shield having four belts. Oh yeah, yep, and uh, they'll also win the Raw Women's Championship somehow as well. I'm not too sure how that will happen yet. But when the belt Roman is on Roman, when the belt is on Roman, is a class as a collar. 
<laughs> oh, good question. I, I'm, I'm tweeting that out on Monday for the people who won't listen to the podcast. But technically, like he has the side plates, so that would count as a name badge. Hmm. Dog tags, if you will. Yeah. I wonder where he's um, chipped. Ah, <laughs> uh, Gable beats Victor from the Ascension. In a nice fresh match. Never seen that before. Oh no! To be fair, there were tag matches the last <laughs> three hundred weeks in a row. But this is the third week in a row of this. Yeah, yeah. And and the thing is, till fifty fifty, eventually Ascension will eventually no, get they these. Won't. They'll no. eventually get some wins back. They won't. Do you not think so? No, no, not the no. Ascension. But what no. about the? They will not be ascended, despite my fucking idea. From what about the plucky YouTube. faces? Trying to scramble and scratch from behind and make their uh, way back to the title. They'll, they'll bring in the revival to break up Gable and Rude. Yeah. I hope so. More revival pulls. I also, will. where the fuck are revival in all of this after getting shafted out of their fucking tag title shot? They were beaten to within an inch of their lives. That's that, and that that's, was three two weeks ago, three weeks ago. That's fucking bollocks. That's that's fucking shite. Seriously, like they they literally just took that beating and have just let the two let the boys just get on with their lives. Well, I'm like, kind of happy that they haven't had him on TV since that beating because it gives them a very weak excuse to have him off air. But at least they're not on air doing other things when they should be avenging that beating. So when eventually they do come back, they can come back and relive that without and him. get beaten out again, and that's the end of that. Shh, I'm trying to give Gordo some hope so he doesn't commit suicide tonight. <laughs> Uh, Again, a, I was going to say that, that could happen. We never know. <laughs> you, you, that, you may have to tune into our possible B show at some stage over the next few days. Oh, oh, oh! Announcements. You said nothing, Gordo. No, keep the keep the filthy marks and out of the loop. Give huh? baby a dick. Yeah, Jesus, doesn't matter. I've probably already said it on Twitter. I don't, <laughs> I don't remember <laughs> the things I put up. Um. I don't know. Uh, yeah, Gable. I'd like to see him in a singles match, but... You will, soon enough. Mm. Got him in a singles match against Victor. Uh, just a <laughs> run. Singles run, sorry. <laughs> ah, well. Um, the big story, though, is... I think Melzer talked about it today, did he? Someone was saying before we went on this. Based yes. around the Undertaker's promo from uh, Monday night that Kane is going to be in his corner at, at Chaz Wazers. Yep, he uh, had that fantastic promo. Well, I actually really liked it because every Undertaker promo is class because his delivery is amazing. But he effectively criticized Triple H for, you know, becoming corporate and selling out his soul to, you know, be the, the, the greedy man and putting on a suit and all that sort of stuff. And that he fact he'd be screwed over by having HBK in his corner. <laughs> so he naturally brings in his brother in destruction, Corporate Kane. The mayor of Knox County. I can't help but do it. <laughs> and I'll never be able to find this particular point later, and I don't want to have to go find it. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you were going to do the music or not. I was actually going to start just humming it. <laughs> um, this is all going to lead to, apparently, at the Oil Rumble 2 in Saudi Arabia. The Oil Rumble. Yeah, it's going to be DX versus the Brothers of Destruction. Shawn Michaels returns to the ring. This is an absolute insult. Can you imagine all the fans that paid all that hard-earned money over the last 
eight years to go to WrestleManias, Royal Rumbles, SummerSlams, Survivor Series, all the classic matches that he could have come back to to have dream matches with. AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan. <sighs> Fuck it, even I'd take a John Cena match at this stage. But he comes back because the fucking Saudi princes are throwing buckets of cash at Vinnie Mac. Yep. And they want Shawn Michaels on the card. And they're having a World Cup. But also, there could he could have gotten the itch again because he's been working in the PC all this time, the last nah, year or so. I'd say if it was up to him, he would not have come back. I yeah, think he's at, been he's been pressured into in. it. I just had a thought when Nicky mentioned that they're doing a World That's Cup. A dangerous thought. It, it's it's scary, but uh, yeah, Nick, Nicky mentioned the fact that they are doing a World Cup at the Greatest Evolution. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, am, I am going to keep. I'm going to keep calling it the Greatest Evolution. Because, you know, there's no women on it, so that's what makes it the greatest, according to the Saudis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, are they only doing this so they can have an English wrestler get really far in it so they can start uh, trying to get people chanting wrestling's coming home? The winner gets beheaded. They don't have an English that's male wrestler, though, on the main card. Do they not? They don't. No. Pete Dunn. Oh. Just bring bring over Pete Dunn. Fuck nah, it. Not in Saudi. They won't know him. Are they going to do a 50-man Royal Rumble this time? I, I kind of hope they do. No, no they're just going to do a Royal Rumble instead. Yeah. No, 60. 60-man. It'll be a 64-man tournament. He's like, and this time, bring me Yokozuna. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? They had him. <laughs> That's a random sumo dude. <laughs> Yo, oh, like, you wish they did some fake Ultimate Warrior, like oh. fake Diesel style, because they wanted the Warrior too. Like watching the tribute shows back in the day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> One, the two, three, boy. <laughs> the English Bulldog. Those lads. Those artists. Just, just Kane. Just yeah, the guy in a Kane mask. <laughs> Under Faker. <laughs> the Heartbreak Lad. <laughs> oh, boys. Oh. Boys, boys, boys. Rock mild Steve Austin. Prince Rock Nevitt. Prince. <laughs> uh, Sashley did the Connors Cure segment this week. And I thought, here's your perfect chance to turn her heel. They'll have oh, Sasha oh, attack man. Bailey. <laughs> have Sasha attack Bailey around all the sick kids. Just and attack the drives, kids. And then she drives <laughs> off on an escalade with a load of merch that they were getting. That guy, that guy with the wheelie with the wheelie crutch thing, he just pushed the crutch over, let the face yeah. there, There's your heel turn. And then when, when Bailey's trying to pick him up, she just throws both of them through a table. <laughs> Good times. I can, to be fair, I can see why Goldus blocked us. <laughs> 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 Uh, he's just a cunt. Oh, AOP. I, I could take him. AOP beat some jabrones. No, they didn't beat some jabrones. They attempted to murder some jabrones. Yeah, as we mentioned earlier, murder is great. Murder is good. Yeah, to beat not so big cast, and I can't remember what name I gave the other fella. <laughs> <laughs> the Ronda Rousey Open Challenge. This is the part where I nearly picked the remote up and threw it through the television. But Steve, but Steve, 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 can can you tell me how an open challenge works? I, I've never okay. actually seen one. So we'll get this for the last time. Okay. You just, you just go out to the ring and you say, I want to face somebody and I'm putting my title on the line. Does that mean anyone, like anyone can show up? Unclear, but probably. But so, but like, you don't have to clear it with anyone beforehand before you go out or anything. I think you just do what the guys do and you just walk out there. 
Okay, so but like if I if I, I really want this clarified though, if I was to go out and I was to not tell anyone, somehow my music could play. I'd go out to the ring and I'd say, I want a challenger for my title right now. Like, oh no, no, you. I was gonna say my I was gonna say my best friend, but I don't I don't really have many friends. So like you guys, because you're my closest acquaintances. One <laughs> of the three of you even could come out. No, you see, you you have a basic misunderstanding of what the gorilla position is here. So there's like a there's like a laser. When you go through the curtain, there's like a laser field that you walk through and your music hits. It's oh. all they don't. They, it's a college. You remember when they got rid of pyro? So they're and, chipped. No, yeah. it's, it's like, when, no, when, you, it's when oh. you sign for WWE, they actually put a very small tattoo on your arm. So when you go past that laser, the laser scans the barcode and oh. triggers the music. Mm. Gets. Oh, God, there's so much triggering going on. Yeah. <laughs> this makes perfect sense now. So I walk through the laser and then I get out to the ring and then. I say, you know, okay, right, I want a challenger. Someone come out here because yeah. I'm a fighting champion. Yeah. And then, like, literally literally anyone on the Oh, no, before you do that, you have to give that special wink to the camera so Kevin Dunn knows you're legit. But what uh, if he's too busy panned over to the crowd so he doesn't know? See, you have to do it again. You have to keep doing so, it until you realize what, Will I have to run to the guy holding the Roman Reigns sign that, and then just look at the camera and wink there and then run back to the ring? Yeah. Okay. Uh, how does the ref? How does the ref know he needs to come down? It's a similar situation when you walk through the laser field slash barcode scanner, and an automatic alert gets sent out to the referee's email account, and then one of them just runs out there. So basically, they're all in there like the start of the hundred yard dash in the Olympics. The minute that thing beeps, they're gone, right out to the ring. Nice. It's a cost saving measure. They don't need production staff anymore because they got rid of pyro and staff, and problem solved. Okay, this 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 is kind of making sense to me now. Why the fuck didn't WWE explain this? We should have an instruction video on this. <laughs> we should release this as an instruction video. They, they didn't cover this in the WWE rulebook. I have it, and that's not there. It's not in. It's not mentioned. And what about the chips or barcodes? No, oh, they, they they glossed over all this shit. That's, mm-hmm. that's uh, I suppose the next scene. Yeah, I, it, it's, it's kind of revealing it, how the sausage is made. Then you know, you it goes go back to Goldust. He doesn't want people knowing what's going on. He only wants fans that are uneducated. Ah, see, full circle. This all makes so much sense. That's yeah. my whole world has just been turned upside down right now. Yeah, so it's 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 far simpler than Ronda possibly thought, where she needed to talk to Natty, Bree, and Nikki. To tell her how an open challenge works backstage. To fair, I talked to Steve, Steve, and Nikki, and I managed to figure out what was going on with it. <laughs> we should point out that that's different, Nikki. Our Nikki does definitely not have big boobies. No, I like that Nikki. That other Nikki's a fucking. As I said before, I hope she drowns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she can't drown. Not with the not with the flotation. <laughs> that's device. the joke. You got it. That's the joke. I don't actually hope she drowns because the joke is that she's got giant inflatable fake boobs. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Did you just judge her by her appearance? Yet. Okay, I just want to say something, Fitz. She used to be lighter. Whoa, did you just assume her gender? Wow. Yes, I, did. I am so triggered by both of you. Do you right know why? Now. Because she keeps going on about how she was a big part of the women's evolution. So I didn't assume anything. Whoa, did you just she assume that evolution was women? She could be no. non binary. It's it is the evolution that she has said she's a part of. So I am merely showing respect for her choice. Okay, so it's, it's not so, toxic masculinity. No, so what you're saying, Gordo, is your pro-choice now. She identifies as being part of the women's evolution, and I am merely showing respect for what she identifies as. 
Well played, Gordo. I think you should run for political office because that was a minefield you just navigated. <laughs> zoom, zoom, zoom. Get, get yourself another can, Gordo. You earned it. You earned it. <laughs> oh, man. Way! Uh, yeah. So, Ronda promo. Congratulates <laughs> Bliss on giving her a challenge. Issues an open challenge. Natty music hits. But the Riot Squad drag her out. The pirate bitches. Uh, Ruby versus Ronda. I like this. I want to see more of that. Uh, but you know the numbers game Ruby spares blah 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 blah. but the Bellas make the save fucking lols <laughs> uh, Ronda Rousey been saved by Nikki Bella it is awful sad yep, and Brie still pulling w- double duty yeah yep. she's John Cena and the fuck out of it ironically um, matches made for evolution six man tag or six woman tag six non-binary tag whichever you want <laughs> person <laughs> Six person, that would have been way easier. <laughs> Six human tag, unless any of them identify as dolphins. Then I don't know. Which, to be fair, have you seen Bree's face? <laughs> it's all the suicide wow. dives, man. It's not her fault. <laughs> Someone agent, some agent keeps booking her to do fucking dives. Ah, <sighs> what do I want her to do? She fucking didn't do it. I held this up. Yep. Elias versus Lashley, sponsored by Golden Corral. Was, uh, this was the line with I, I know how bad this show can be before Elias shows up so true he knows he knows <clears throat> but the main thing about this was the star of the whole show the whole night for me whole week in fact Leo Rush my man my, my man, man. Uh, Leo comes out and cuts promo delivers his lines that he's supposed to but delivers it well with confidence doesn't seem canned not robotic in any way and how did it end? He went to commentate on the match. KO came out. Leo jumped over. He was standing on the table, jumped over KO, ran down the ramp, leapt over Elias, and then we had the spot on the ropes where he did a backflip and Lashley saved him from a, from an apron bomb. It was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lashley saved. Rough. And to be fair, Elias actually, as good as Leo Rush was with the promo and everything beforehand, Elias was actually a perfect foil for him as well with the... Uh, no, who's this kid? Listen, come on, I'll finish this song and I'll get out of here and we'll go up to security and we'll find your parents and stuff. It's it's childish oh, humor going after the whole fact that he looks so small, but at the same time, Elias carried it really well as well. Is, so. yeah. oh, great. It's the, it's the delivery, you know. You anyone can say lines, but it's how you say them is what makes the impact. Yeah, if if this was a Cena or a Roman saying these lines, they would come across completely different, and we would be probably shitting on this segment. The line of whose kid is this was brilliant. I think it, it's the way Elias delivers it. So, kind of matter of factly rather than the whole over the top hammy kind of delivery yeah. you get from seeing it with these sort of things sometimes. I think that's that's what I meant. We may not necessarily have shot on it, but we'd be looking at it in a different light if it was someone who was delivering the promo differently. Yep. So, but yeah, quality. 23 years of gold. 23 year old piece of gold. That's the one. Words. Um, yeah, I. Everyone knows. Everyone that's been with us for the long haul knows that I am not a fan of Bobby Lashley. What? What? Wait, what? This is, Th- this is completely new information. Um, go back and listen to I believe it's episodes thirty three and thirty five, um, which you can find on SoundCloud, Stitcher, <laughs> TuneIn, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. We're on all of them. Uh, episodes thirty three and thirty five. I believe episode thirty three. We start with me ranting about Bobby Lashley. Um, so yeah, as everyone knows, I was I'm not a fan of Lashley. Uh, even dating back to his Impact days, he was born as fuck. I am loving this pairing. 
Leo Rush, if that's fucking good, I am loving this. And I actually cannot wait to see what the Lashley segment is next week because of wow. Leo Rush. I wow. think you owe Bobby Lashley a public apology. Nope. No, uh, no. Leo, Leo, Leo Rush deserves that much credit. Yeah. Um, I had a great back and forth with somebody. And we followed them. We've talked to them before, so I'm not going to shit on them. But uh, I said, oh, Leo Rush was brilliant. Uh, went so well, delivered his lines. All the stuff I said a few minutes ago, basically. Guy comes back and goes, but he was buried by Elias. And I just went, well, The Rock buried Jericho on his debut, but that went pretty well, I thought. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. I loved it, though. I loved it. It was great. Uh, easily the only thing on Raw, or best thing on Raw that would uh, uh, sentence make. Easily the best thing on Raw, I thought. And I really, I'm same as Gordo, I hope next week is yep. as good. Um,. What else happened? Or something? But there was a, some sort of woman's or person non-binary tag match. Uh, oh, something to do with Ember. Gordo's Bay came back. Oh no! Yeah. Yeah. Fucking hell! Jesus Christ! To be fair, it was it was it was Ember Moon warming up for the fact she was going to have to team with someone that size in Braun Strowman's <laughs> uh, <laughs> challenge. So uh, they were just being nice oh. to Ember here by oh. you know helping her warm up because she only found out on Monday that she was going to be in the mixed match challenge on Tuesday. So. Uh, no need to be dicks about it, but has she put on even more weight, or am I going crazy? As in, is she bigger than she was when she left now, and like moving slower? <laughs> Are you saying she used to be lighter, Steve? Um, in NXT, she was actually, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not doing the Melter thing, but she was. She she wasn't as big as um, she was. I I don't know. I don't know if she was or not, but she's still a shit. She's definitely still a shit. So that's. Even uh, that as a side, I just she'd uh, just get her off the TV. Seriously, yeah. I, know. But she I does, thought some of the moves... for those awards and stuff. Exactly. Stuff. Oh, well, well, she's the game changer, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. She hasn't been on TV in about three years. <laughs> last time she was on, when she lost the title, I guarantee it's all solely because of total diva shite. Oh yeah. Oh, oh plus size, plus size athlete. You know, because no one's yeah. ever done that before, and you know. You look at Piper Nevin or Viper, and you you see a plus size athlete who's infinitely better at wrestling than she is. Infinitely, not, not even a mention. Of it. Speaking of Ember Moon, though, if you haven't seen Mixed Match Challenge, watching her do the eclipse off Braun's shoulders was pretty cool. Ooh, had a feeling that was going to happen. I was hoping it would because Bliss done the twist and bliss off it a couple of times. Sparkle so. splash, sparkle splash. Uh, I, I was changing it up because you know our fans and stuff. So <laughs> That's have it. A nice guy. Thoughts on Raw? You gonna watch yeah. next week? Uh, I have to. I have to watch it next week, Steve. <laughs> yeah. Because you know I am dedicated. If it wasn't for how dedicated I am, I would be avoiding this like the fucking plague. Yeah, it's in a, it's in a tailspin at the moment. It's just <sighs> yep. When you when they don't have a spot for. Finn Balor on either Hell in a Cell or Monday Night Raw, you know something's in the pits. They're just building to too much stuff again. Like, they're now technically building to four different things. You got Chaz Wazers, you got Evolution, you got the Oil Saudi fucking... The greatest, greatest evolution. evolution. Greatest evolution. Money and... in the sand. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> and they're also... Technically, building to TLC now as well because the winner, because the, the final of the Mayon or the yeah, Mixed Match Challenge is taking place at TLC. And Don't where Survivor Series is in there as well. Yeah. And where is the the Miz Brian, whoever wins that match? Who? Where do they get their title shot? They haven't said. SmackDown One Thousand probably. 
Yeah, yeah, that in the middle of it as well, sure. Uh, Jesus Christ. And then they decided to throw on the Mixed Match Challenge during the May Young Classic while all of this is happening. <laughs> Football season. They just go fucking crazy. Put on all the shows. People have so much more free time now. Jesus. Don't. Ah, Smackdown. I would like you to put the title around my waist, bitch. Smackdown Live opens with uh, Ms. TV. And then we had Kofi versus Cesaro. Uh, so Steve Irwin. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Steve, what did you think of it? Captain Miz. Uh, what did I think of it? Well, the, the, the guest was as obvious as... Uh, as um, I can't think of anything obvious right now. Oh, wait, there we go. Thank you, dog. Um, obviously, what the dog was saying right there, so... It was obvious as day that it was going to be Maurice as the guest. I said it to Nick before it happened. Uh, convoluted attack on Daniel Bryan. It's just continuation of the storyline. Again, I said it to him when it was happening. I thought it had to happen. Didn't mind it happening. Liked the fact that it was happening. Didn't like the execution of it. It's just a classic of, okay, we want this to happen, but we don't know how to make it happen. So we put our ideas in the washing machine and this is what comes out. But even, we don't know what, how we want to make it happen, but we have to do it yesterday. Did they have a team of manatees that they just... Ah. I think that might be it. Yeah. No, on paper, I, I kind of liked the idea that she was down selling and Brian was upset about it and everything. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It wasn't bad. Like, no, but again, and that's me it, saying it. I, I usually find ways to hate Miz things, as you know. No, usually that, that bit was love. good. The whole fake injury thing and him attacking Maurice indirectly was good. Very good up to that point. But then Brian or, or Miz had the upper hand on Brian. Why didn't he floor him and get the proper attack in? I don't understand how he fucked that up and Brian was able to fuck him up again and uh it just But you, you were all really looking forward to the, the, the story finally playing out. And still I'm, am I know and I'm not being a dick and we don't know how it ends, but how how do you how has it been? How are you finding it? It's dragging out too much. As with it, a lot of things SmackDown-wise. It's a bit stale. You know, we had a similar style storyline with Miz and Maurice versus Cena and Nikki. And they managed to bring in the, what was it, Total Bellas shtick, which was completely fresh, completely new, and completely entertaining. Now they're going through... WWE booking rule book two where they just go okay to get this storyline from A to B we do X Y Z they're going through the motions there's nothing new there's nothing fresh they've got a story arc which is so captivating to a lot of people and just getting from A to B seems like it's dragging for me when they should be able to be able to bring it from A to B in a new fresh way that keeps people captivated and enhances the storyline but instead they're kind of just going through the motions and losing my interest level in it because of the way this the match and the story to build up to this whole feud happened this really should have been a quick feud but an impactful feud mm. but they're dragging it out way too much there should have been a case of the first time that Daniel Bryan gets his hand on Miz he destroys him and that's pretty much the end of it 
Or have it be a quick hit and then something like, we'll say, Miz ends up with the title and Debray won, wins the Rumble and they have the WrestleMania payoff. Like yeah, but there's a, there's a, but there's there's a quick hit. And then there's, the then there's nothing for a while. Yeah, exactly. Gargano yeah. Gar- Gar- Champa in a way. Yeah. yeah. The, I think that's exactly what's going to happen, by the way. I think Miz will win the title and uh, Brian will win the Rumble. Yeah. They're, I reckon so as well. Yeah, they're trying to kind of uh, bring back the get everyone behind Brian thing. Yeah. Without it being organic, it's yeah. Before I don't know. Um, yeah. Look, we're nowhere near the end of it, so we'll see how it goes. Kofi versus Cesaro happened. The, the Steve Irwin segment from New Day backstage pre-match. Uh, what in the name of sweet holy fuck was that rope spot from Kofi? <laughs> Xavier Woods was brilliant. He was like, "Oh my god, I don't even know what that was." <laughs> Um, Seamus took a selfie with Cesaro and, uh, when he was he had uh, Kofi in the sharpshooter. It was quite funny. Uh, Cesaro wins. Mm, what do you think is going to happen next week? Hmm. I think Big E is going to beat Seamus. Mm, it's a bold bet, but I'm, I'm, willing, to, I'm willing to roll in behind you there. I don't know. Though. Do you really want a 50 50? I know. Oh, yes. I know. Tough, lads. Tough, tough spot. I always want my booking 50-50. Gordo actually hasn't seen SmackDown yet. Nope. So this is this is all spoilers for me. <laughs> except, for, except, for, except for the Becky segment. Ah, the yeah. Best line of this whole uh, thing, though, had to be when um, they were do- when Big E started doing a, a fake Australian accent. And uh, Kofi said uh, that that was very... Um, what did he say? It was... Inappropriate or some shit, was it? I can't remember. It was a, a, yeah, basically something like that. I can't remember exactly the wording. It's probably ever written down. But yeah, and then they looked at him like, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Just to basically um, give it out his terrible accent. is like, who does bad accents these days? He the, looks at Kofi. The Rusev uh, did break Offensive. Up. He said it was offensive. Offensive. Yeah. I wonder how the Iconics felt about that. Mm. Par- oh, apparently, they, they cleared it. Yeah. Oh, okay. The Iconics said that the accent was good. And that's where they got the idea from. Okay. That's a, okay. That's okay. So, um, English thinks that tonight is Rusev's night. Rusev isn't impressed, and they said, didn't they do this exact same story a few weeks back? Exactly the same. They finally finished it this time. Yeah, Yeah. but he had to lose a couple more title matches for us to get there. He's lost four title matches in a row now. Yep. Each title, yeah. Uh, English insults Lana to a stagehand, and Lana overhears us, so she runs off to tell Rusev. Uh, They can't allow us to have any fun or anything. Uh, It's not like there's 900 people under contract that Rusev and English could fight, but whatever. Let's make them fight each other when everyone else wants them as an act. That's just my opinion. I don't know if everyone wants them as, um, as an act. I think we. I want know you do, and enjoy. I appreciate why you. No, do. but just things that are enjoyable. Why do yeah. you keep ending them? I will uh... never get over the festival of friendship. <laughs> it hurt me deep, and so, I'm seeing it all over again. You're just afraid of breakups. I think you know. You're, you're so, afraid yeah. of change, Steve. Tell um, us how that how does that make you feel though? Like how does it make me feel? I'm interested like... in you right now. I want I want to know your <laughs> feelings. I feel that they should not have taken them twenty minutes to catch up to Rusev backstage. <laughs> I think it was that building. <laughs> I think when... there was an entire match and two ad breaks before yep. they caught them. And the moment that they had the Lan or English breakup was twenty yards away from where they caught up at Rusev. <laughs> Uh, so yeah so the catch up Bruce says, says he doesn't care we'll figure it out afterwards and he asked Aiden to do the honours and you know Aiden did the intro and all that sort of stuff 
Um, but kind of match sees Aiden and Lan at odds at ringside. Uh, Aiden calls for Rusev to crush, but then Nack rolls him up. And then Aiden hits the beatdown on Rusev after the match and turns heel on the boy Rusev. They did it the right way. At least <laughs> they've, they've finally embraced Rusev being face. <laughs> Gordon hasn't seen it. His head is in his hands and he's just shaking his head. He's having what I'm having. <laughs> Gordo, tell us how you feel. <sighs> You're finding this out live. These are your live emotions. <laughs> I'm in a glass case of emotion. Why? Just why? 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 Why did this have to wait until now? If you were going to break them <laughs> up, do it a month and a half ago when you first teased this shit. Why put them back together to do it this way? Because this you needed is... them on the Hell in a Cell kickoff show. Damn it! Uh, it's a, you know it's a shame they didn't have you know a couple of good brothers who could have stepped in instead of them to you know as I said be called good brotherly and take the load off. You mean the clones? They're not brothers, Gordon. <laughs> They're cousins. Yeah. Where are the good brothers? Like the old SmackDown. Uh, they're they're probably, I don't know, trying to search for a good friend's chat too bad and text Ferguson. Bring them back. Some feels. Uh, <laughs> I don't feel to go naked. <laughs> what do you think of a corner? What, what are your thoughts? On I just, fuck this. <laughs> I'll move on so <laughs> fuck it all um, I, don't get wrong it's fair enough Rusev is now properly face they're embracing that yeah. that's good there was no need to turn Aiden English heel to do it not yet they could have gotten a face thing out of the whole act for a while a proper face push for the whole act for a while then turn English heel and potentially make him an even bigger heel out of it instead Rusev's you have a lad who Six eight months though, it's just they haven't decided that it was true. Yeah, <laughs> no, 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 that's right, but this is one where they can yeah. get the machine behind them as it. Whereas now you have English who never really been over as anything, as he, he's never even held a title on the main roster yet, and he's supposed to be this big heel who goes up against the multi-time US champ a couple of times. I think he's a one-time IC champ. He's won everything. I think barred a fucking t- barred a title with say uh, barred a WWE title. And you're supposed to believe that English realistically has a chance in it. No, it's just wrong. And I don't care what the fuck Goldust says. That is stupid. Blocked. I don't <laughs> fucking care. He doesn't know what my he doesn't know what my personal Twitter is. Uh, Gordo, the uh, Randy Orton was um, intimidating staff ma- staff members backstage. What was he was he saying? He was going to make him shake his hand. Oh, he actually was grabbing them by the face and yep. shoulder. In oh, the production God. truck. We know where that hand has been. In the production truck, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin Dunn his was not shown. Down his pants. Kevin yeah. Dunn was just there eating the fucking corn on the cob, fucking watching this and laughing. <laughs> <laughs> nah, if he's eating corn on the cob, there'd be corn everywhere. Yeah. That's true. He would have known. He would have smoked him out. Um, <laughs> interview with AJ then. Anything goes in Australia, boys, apparently. It's extreme rules. Can't wait. Uh, focus on getting the win over Almas. The match was fucking phenomenal. Pun not intended. It was brilliant. It's as I said to Steve, it's, it's, it's the best example of a TV match you're going to see. It was fucking brilliant. Mm-hmm. Almas attacked before the bell. Just, just a great match. But Joe attacks after the match, and uh, AJ starts to get the better of him. But Joe rakes the eyes and escapes through the WWE universe, <laughs> not the crowd. No, no. The WWE universe. So you were saying you were elated watching this match, Steve? I was elated. It was great. I loved it. I loved every second mm-hmm. of it. Uh, Almas is 
the best bout machine in WWE right now. And Vince is behind him, uh, as evidenced by the fact he was made to cut a promo last week when he has a fucking mouthpiece. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I see Almas winning the title some stage. Very right. soon. Perhaps. So Almas champ on SmackDown, Drew champ on Raw, Buddy Murphy champ on 205 Live. <laughs> Everything would be right with the world, boys. <laughs> <laughs> What's a Buddy Murphy? The best belt machine. The true best belt machine. <laughs> of of WWE. Well, let's get to the, the meat on the bones. Becky and Charlotte. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about Ask It Happened, Billy Kay. No, that's, the, <laughs> sure. we, 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 that's it. We covered it there. That's, that's it. Yeah. So, so I got to the meat on the bones. See? Yeah, perfect. Um, so SmackDown opens with a recap of the women's story. Uh, it's, is it a breath of fresh air or is the WWE title so beyond fucked? that it isn't the focus of even its own show now. Oh, no, they're the making history. This is the biggest story on the show. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. That's a, it, It's more just posing a question. Uh, we did championship coronation for Becky. So, you know, she's healed now. She's getting a championship coronation. Uh, calls Charlotte out. She says she's there to show the respect to Becky that Charlotte didn't get at SummerSlam. No, huh? Passive aggressive much? <laughs> uh, she says she can't wait for 60,000 people at Chaz Wazers, but it's 100,000. Are they making it a 60,000 now so they can call it a sellout? <laughs> How many tickets have sold? I'd say six. I was just typing to uh, search the actual capacity of the video and I typed Chaz was or something. <laughs> <laughs> What's it called? Super Show? Super or Showdown. Super, Super Showdown. Showdown. That's a silly name. <laughs> You're going to like the intro this week then. I had a call with Chaz was <laughs> Uh, that's literally in the intro. So, I'm in Australia, there. America, Australia, America. I did get to watch that episode while I was getting that clip, and it holds up. It's still fantastic. Yep, 100,000 capacity. And that's for cricket. That's for cricket. Which means it's probably 150,000 because that's a big ass pitch. I don't know. <laughs> well, like 110, 15,000 or whatever. Oh, no. Uh, I hate it. But Becky wants Charlotte to raise her hand in respect. Or didn't want, sorry, didn't want her to raise her hand because she didn't want her taking her spotlight. But tonight she may touch the champ and raise the champ's hand. That's <laughs> looking great. I'd like to touch the champ. You know what I'm saying, Gordo? Uh, to raise her hand and you're a great champ. God, you're a fantastic wrestler. And she is. You are. Not like that other girl that I follow her career for as many years. What's she called? Priscilla Kelly. Big fan of her career. I'm also a big fan of Scarlett Bordeaux's career. Yep, they are two phenomenal performers. I wish her all the best with that career. I hope it keeps going and thriving as much as it is right now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But anyway, she says, I don't want you to raise my hand. I want you to put the title around my waist. And then Charlotte refused to do that. And Becky says she can call her queen. Charlotte turns away. Becky says, bitch. Bitch. (laughs) Ah, Becky. What a lovely woman. Delightful. We do love Rebecca. Um, uh, they brawl until Becky throws her at the steps and over the table, throws in the ring, and you've a backsploder and uh, locks in the disarmor. All the while, while Charlotte was grabbing those girls and keeping them locked into that top, <laughs> she was popping out. Uh, how? How? What are your thoughts on Becky at the moment? Is, love is her. It, yeah, love her. Love her. Best thing on WWE television right now, bar none. Do you reckon every character? She's the one. I'm most captivated by her more than anyone else. Leo Rush definitely pushed close this week. Uh, Almas Wrestling definitely pushes close. Miz storyline is okay, but 
Becky's character, love it, and I'm ugh, I, I can't wait to be disappointed when they fuck us over with it. <laughs> now, how oh, are they going to ruin it? By actually having her heal. <laughs> I have to stop doing that because it sounds terrible on the mics, but it's so fun. Uh, yeah, they're going full stone cold with her hair. It's and it's great to see. Well, they have to because the crowd reaction again, even cutting those terrible—like I won't say terrible, but terribly bad promos in terms of being a badass. The crowd were still cheering her all along while yep. booing Charlotte, except for that one kid. Well, well, kids don't count because fuck them. <laughs> There was one kid. Don't her. do not fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> Disclaimer: Don't Disclaimer. fuck the kid. <laughs> <laughs> Metaphorically, <laughs> fuck all the kids. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, like we also had Byron on commentary during all of her entrance, where he's literally like, "Oh, it's so disgraceful!" And how much did she give up to win the title? And she's so disgraceful, stabbing her friend in the back, and yada yada yada. No reference to Charlotte with her whole managing to scheme in on the fucking title match in the first place. Yeah. So Byron, fuck you, you absolute fuck nugget. <laughs> But Charlotte's going to beat her at Chevolution to become the 900. They're just going to swap the title back and forward. Because that's their plan with Charlotte. Quick title runs so that they can build up that number. Not as much as Sasha. Yeah. Sasha never defended it once, did she? Nope. nope. Never successfully defended. But yet she's a four-time champ. Yeah, but Charlotte's eight now. Seven or eight or something. Seven, I believe. My she's got to pump up those numbers. Those are rookie yeah. numbers. Just rookie like her numbers. boobies. Gonna hit her dad's record at some point. Oh yeah, probably this time next year. I was, I was gonna say May. Her they dad's actual these. record or her dad's WWE record? <laughs> she can't reach Space Mountain numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Rick, fifth times uh, a champ. Yeah. What did he say? Uh, he he. I won't even go there. No, we'll save that because we might get barred from the internet. Oh, oldest ride, longest line, and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Woo! Apparently it had 10,000 riders, that's all I'm going to say. Yeah, 10,000 happy customers apparently, which is physically impossible if you do that. <laughs> uh, good old Rick, always working. Yeah. He was in hospital planning his t-shirt design for when he was yeah. cleared to leave the hospital. That's <laughs> a fucking hero. Uh, money, 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 we're talking money. about the photos that came out with that wedding, actually. Oh, take your oh. double fist in the whiskeys. <laughs> <laughs> Michael PSAs. Oh, oh the front row was Dennis Rodman, The Undertaker, and fucking Michael Hayes. What yeah. the fuck? And there was somebody Dol- else. Dolph Dol- 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 Ziggler walked around down the aisle. Wendy, or Wendy down the aisle, yeah. My sweet Christ. Oh, man. Ziggler and I Flair. would love to have been at that wedding, because that sounds like a hoot. <laughs> <laughs> was Conrad there? Oh, what a cunt. He's marrying her daughter. He's probably there there hawking (laughs) t-shirts. Charging 20 quid for (laughs) something. He's outside selling tickets to win. (laughs) (laughs) Who's he marrying? Flair's daughter. Yeah. Really? Charlotte's older sister. Oh, it all makes sense. That's how he got in. Now he's... uh, That's how he must have got into the podcasting world anyway. And now he's... um, Well, he's a multi-millionaire, that guy, isn't he? Oh, yeah. He he owns his own insurance company. Yeah. Uh, so why does he need the money? Why does he have to gouge fans for everything? <laughs> what is that? Like, I don't know. He's probably outside selling the, the fucking ice from Taker's whiskeys. <laughs> <laughs> Guaranteed to last years. He's selling the ready. seat covers autographed by whoever sat in them. <laughs> the oh yeah, Con- we can have one signed by Mike. 
<laughs> Which Mike? Uh, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> he was at the win. The Conrad seal of approval. Oh, what a shyster. <laughs> or a shyster, like. Uh, no, he was a sound fella. Turns out. Speaking of which, Bray Wyatt. When's he coming back? wonder how they're going to leave him, how long they'll leave him off TV. Uh, leave it till all this shite dies down with the shield and whatnot. Uh, feuding with the, the, the dogs yeah. of war or the hounds of mm-hmm. peace or whatever they are. And uh, after that, bring back Bray to yeah, start he, something. He also something. needs to go away for long enough that people forget that he was in a tag team with Matt Hardy as well. Mm. He needs a push. Like Essentially, it's... I know if I've probably said it before it's last chance saloon now for this character really i think it's done i think the car i think what he's alluded to is that the character is done or maybe he's still called bray wyatt it's gonna be very hard for them to ski harris coming back lads <laughs> that's <sighs> the thing they're not i don't think they're changing his name like that's not gonna happen Tank with a ferrari engine <laughs> <laughs> maybe they just call him bray i don't know go elias with it <laughs> um and then anytime he goes evil and demonic he can be called bray wyatt again but uh yeah. IRS Jr. Oh, do that. The tax man. The tax man. <laughs> I, I, I'd love to see some old school, just a complete outlier. Just one 80s to 90s character just in the middle of the show for no reason. <laughs> like as in like something like the big boss man or IRS just there. <laughs> we got Bobby Lashley up against the million dollar man. <laughs> we have one. Velveteen Dream. He's on, DNA, on NXT. That's true, I suppose. Yeah, but more like, you know, job titles, like Mm. the Dumpster Drossy. What a legend. And what was the Barber Beefcake? Like Frank, the call center worker or something. (laughs) Just that comes out with a headset. Yeah, I'll get the jobs. (laughs) Uh, Oh, my God. We'll have Jim, the millennial, who just gets fucking pissed off and everything comes out. That's the protest during matches. Because the women's matches are long enough. And his pumpkin spice lattes. Uh, yeah, he can come out and give out about. He'll give out about how many fucking words Captain Marvel gets to say in her trailer or something oh. like that. <laughs> oh, I'm saving that. I'm saving that for potential things. Um, yeah, like have you know Jim, the social media manager. That's sort of stuff. <laughs> like, and as he said, he comes out with a coffee and he's offended by everything. Um, barista, Barry the barista, perfect. Barry the barista. You could throw coffee in people's faces to blind them and get roll-up wins. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. He can ah. like scoops in, no, uh, in fucking no DQ matches. He can scoop slam people onto coffee beans. Oh my god, that's definitely. <laughs> oh my god, this is easy. What else is there? Those are job titles out there that weren't around. Lewis driver is technically different than a train driver. The Lewis driver. <laughs> <laughs> what would they call him? <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, Tim the techie. Just the lad who comes out and tries to fix computers and batter, breaks old school monitors off people's faces. Uh, yeah, he would be... You'd have to talk to New Jack, though, about gimmick infringement. But... <laughs> <laughs> True. Ah, uh, well. We'll work with it. The guys in legal can work on that. <sighs> That's probably it. We sprinted through that one. Not much happened, really, this week. No. No, no, not really. Consensual penis. That's uh, that's it for 
essentially the first year. What? It's, it, it's, we've done 52 weeks, but next week would be the anniversary. Of... Happy birthday. Yeah. Can't sing that cost a fortune. <laughs> well, what's the, the generic one that, or not, that they replaced it with? I'll probably just use Mario sounds or something. I think it's not, <laughs> I've got a week to plan it. I don't know what I'm going to do. But something ridiculous. There might uh, even be an intro. Well, who was it? Who was it saying? Uh, was it Eddie saying happy birthday to Mysterio's kid? Or am I uh, punk. punk, punk singing yeah. it. Oh, that God. was creepy Christy. AF. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. The Dominic story. Weird times. Gordo, if they want to join us for the one year anniversary, how are they going to do it? Uh, well, if you if they did want to join us for the one-year anniversary, firstly, I'd suggest you go and listen to some of our back catalogue, um, which you'll be able to find in the same spot you'll find that one-year anniversary, which is on SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, pretty much anywhere any of those feed into. You just need to go to them and search for the Alleged Wrestling Podcast. Um, we throw up a new show every either Thursday evening, sometimes Friday. Um, depends on how nice the internet is to us. Um, you can also find a link to it on our main website, which is 2bitsports.com, where we throw up articles related to wrestling. We review Raw and SmackDown every week. Uh, we also have articles in relation to football, gaming, pretty much anything that pops into our heads that we just want to get off our chest and rant about. There's a lovely article up at the moment about insurance prices. Um, someone wasn't too happy about his. And if you want to catch us on other social media platforms, you can catch us on Facebook. We're on facebook.com forward slash 2bitsports. If you want to keep up to date with our wrestling coverage, we live tweet Raw, SmackDown, most pay-per-views, even some New Japan. Uh, we are, if you just look for at 2bit wrestling, um, I said we have a bit of fun there. It's a bit of a laugh, and we, you know, every so often piss off a WWE legend. Um, and again, if you do get lost and you want to find any of this, or you want to find links to all of it, you can find it once again on our main website, which is 2bitsports.com on the internet. Up within in the internet. Um, and also, if you do want to go on that website as well, there is just something really small you can do while you're on there. It's actually a lot of fun. Um, oh, if I, you go- I have an announcement for that, actually. There's going to be a change to this. Oh, yeah. New rules? I, I, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It has just gone live. Oh. Pull it up there, pull up the website. Okay. Now, what ad did you get, or have you opened it, or Nick? Who has The website has been, my computer, I should say, is being quite the dickens right now. I got banggood.com. Nice. Uh, if you if you find an ad that isn't that, uh, go and click it. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a shop. It's a store website. Oh, I, I've ordered, I have ordered something off it before. Oh, okay. <laughs> it looks very. It looks quite dodgy. You know, bank statements. <laughs> bank statements. That's your bank statements. <laughs> so if you once you click it, double XP. Ah, nice. Double XP weekend, folks. So get on there and uh, click the ads, and you get double XP, which makes you twice as happy about clicking the ads. I got, I got one about solar winds. <laughs> solar winds. Click it. Double XP. Oh, getting all that XP! Holy so shit! Great. I feel all the XP. <laughs> Overwatch League Grand Finals. Oh, double XP. Double XP. Boom. So all you need to do if you want to take part in our double XP weekend, you just need to go to twobitsports.com. Make sure your ad blocker is not on, because otherwise that will block access to the game. Yeah, and <laughs> um, I actually set up a script that actually deletes XP if you do that. Yeah, so you can't have XP for that. 
So you need to actually scroll down and find your favorite ad for the likes of Banggood um, or probably one for Filipino brides if that's what you're into. We don't judge. We won't see it anyway. But if you click on that ad, you'll get double XP. Holy shit. What a deal. That's Ooh, so I got one for League of Angels. Ooh. Mm. Click, click, click. But yeah, the only other thing to say is the when the tweet goes out about the show being posted, it's not going to have Apple on it anymore. It's going to have Apple on it an hour later because it takes an hour and maybe sometimes an hour and a half for the Apple link to actually fucking update. So it's going to have probably Google Pods, Stitcher and TuneIn or whatever. And I'll put the Apple one below it when it appears. So when you when you see the tweet go up, it's everywhere, literally everywhere but Apple within two minutes. But whatever it is between the SoundCloud and the Apple link, it's terrible. Call them slow. Yeah. So yeah. So if you're if you are listening on Apple and scrolling on Apple, if you see the tweet, it'll be there in an hour. But you can listen to it elsewhere if you want, as long as you leave that five star rating. Listen to it on both. Yeah. Yeah. Do it twice. Tell a friend. Double XP. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah. You can level up together. Or triple XP. That's it. Uh, Fifty-two weeks behind us, boys. Say good night, all. Good night, all. Good night, all. Night, all. Last episode. Mammy's Gordo. Gordo's mammy. Gordo's mammy. Gordo's mammy. Gordo's mammy. Gordo's mammy. Yes.